The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome into the EP Podcast. My name's Chris Lanuti, belly and up to nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. It is the weekend and a busy weekend here in Evergreen Park. We're going to break down everything going on so you know what's available to you and your family. And we're also going to talk with Evergreen Park High School head football coach Jerry Verdi as his team goes into the playoffs with a home playoff game this Saturday. Add that to the list of things going on in Evergreen Park this Halloween weekend. It is all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, dedicated to supporting this area with great banking tools and friendly service. Located in an iconic building at 95th and Pulaski, stop in there, get an EP podcast car magnet and say hi. They are a true community bank that provides our neighborhood with customized financial solutions like total access checking and account with free ATMs nationwide. That means any ATM, you get a fee, they pay it back. And when you open up a total access checking account today, you get a $300 bonus. Open online at bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP. $100 required to open. Requirements to qualify. Must use link to apply. Member FDIC. Lots going on this weekend, but the big thing is a home playoff game. been throughout the entire season. It's been great to just go along for the ride with the Evergreen Park High School football team, the head coach of the Mustangs, head coach Jerry Verdi. How are you, coach? Hi, Chris. I'm doing good. I appreciate you jumping on with me postseason now. First of all, you took care of business. Five wins was an at-large bid, but you didn't know where you were going to get seated. Six wins, you were an automatic bid, and you took care of Oak Lawn, and you did it convincingly. Tell me about that game. Well, uh, the game ended up being uh, 35 to 13, uh, but that, that it doesn't tell the whole story. Oakland played very hard, uh, and they actually uh, had us on the ropes a little bit in the uh, in the first half. But uh, as we've been talking about for you know for 10 weeks now, you know we are a senior-led team, and and those seniors you know stepped up in particular Elijah Matthews. Uh, he came up with a huge catch uh, at the end of the half. Uh, it was basically not really a hail mary. We were on the forty, but it was a it was a bomb at the end of the half, and, and he caught it, and it, and it changed the game. You know, instead of it being seven to seven at halftime, it ended up, it ended up being uh, fourteen to seven at halftime. And then, you know, in the second half, it was a bit of a different game. We kind of we we did tend to uh, take over the the tempo, and and um, offensively in particular, they had a real difficult time stopping us, and. So it ended up being a great win, but for <laughs> for about a quarter and, and uh, almost the entire second quarter, it was um, a little sketchy out there. You get that win, you finish off a really solid season. Overall, you look at the body of work, a great season for the Evergreen Park Mustangs, and, and congratulations to you and the team on that. Thank you. And then we now look towards a home playoff game to kick things off against Sycamore. Uh, as we get into this, I was looking at the scheduling bracket, and we talked a little bit about seeding last time you were on the show. 
you end up facing a team with the same record as you. Two six and three teams going up against each other, and it's an eight versus a nine, and you're the eighth seed. Now, that's awesome because you got an evenly matched team in the first round, but then that means that unless the number 16 seed bumps off the number one on your side of the bracket, you will run into arguably the best team on your side of the bracket in the second round. So talk to me a little bit about where you ended up in the seating. Were you happy with it? How did you feel after you found out where it all laid out? Well, there, there was a ton of, of question marks all the way through Saturday. Uh, we didn't know if we were going to be 4A. We didn't know if we were going to be 5A. Uh, if we were 4A, there was a chance that we'd be playing, uh, you know, week, uh, round one out at Joliet Memorial Stadium against Joliet Catholic, who, you know, some people have said is the best team in the state of Illinois right now. Um, you know, but we, when we were watching the pairings, uh, myself and a few other coaches, uh, we, we got to 4A and Joliet Catholic appeared and we're like, oh, we're, we're, we're 5A. And then the way they ended up splitting it up, uh, you know, kind of north and south once we get to, into 5A, you know, if, if you'd have told me last week that uh, if you win Friday, you'll probably get a home game, I would, I would have told you there's, there, that's not going to happen. Because I've seen teams that were 7-2 and two not end up with a home game before, you know, uh, in the playoffs. So it's just the way that when it's split up north and south, that's just the way the bracket kind of shook out. You had – quite a few teams that were bunched up right there in the middle, you know, that were, that were, you know, the high end is eight and one, you know, and, and obviously you have your five and fours, but a lot of those teams ended up being in that seven and two, six and three situation. And we just happened to be smack dab right there in the middle. The positives for that is, is we get the home game. Uh, everybody, regardless of who you play, would love to have a home game in the playoffs. It's, it's something that a lot of high school athletes never get to experience. So we're very lucky for that. Um, that being said, you know, we, we drew a, a tough draw. I mean, Sycamore is a, is a very good team and they ended up six and three. Uh, but you know, they are a, a very good team and they're very well coached and they're very physical. Two years ago, we went out to Sycamore with a, with a very sophomore heavy team and we lost by 50 points in the first round of the playoffs. And so some of these seniors that are playing right now were on the field at Sycamore when we, when we, when we lost by that very large margin. So we've got plenty of motivation to, to, to perform this week. And, and, uh, you know, that's really where our, where our attention is as far as Glenbard South, you know, we will kind of cross that bridge when we, when we get there, but having the number one there in the second round is what it is. And you address it when you get there to the second round. So take, take me and anybody else out there. And it's not, an expert on high school football and the 4A and the 5A and the different classes and and how this all works out. When I look at the bracket for the Class 5A playoffs, I don't see any other team from your conference in there unless I'm missing something. So how does that get determined which which class you end up in when it comes to, to the playoffs? How does that work out? Uh, it's all based on school population. You know, we're a school based on our numbers from last year. Um, we were, you know, on the list of all the uh, playoff eligible schools at, you know, 812. And the average number of uh, the average school population for, for instance, uh, teams in our conference, even our side of the conference, uh, the average student population, I, I want to say, is probably at least 1,600, probably more like 1,700. So you know, a lot of people don't realize that throughout the regular season, we're almost always playing teams 
that have twice as many students as we have at least. And, you know, there's even, you know, a 2000 in there. So, um, it's all population based. That's why you wouldn't see really anybody from our side of the conference. And then it just kind of goes from there. They end up seeding first, you know, one uh, a, and then they, they get those 32 teams and two a, those 32 teams. And you just keep building, building from there. So essentially Evergreen park, is the little school that could this year in their conference because they went six and three. They, they performed extremely well against schools that had far more students they could have drawn from. And you get yourself put into the postseason. That that must feel pretty good when you, when you, when you sit back and you think about that, that you're, you're the tiny school in your conference and you can accomplish so much in a season. Well, it, it, yeah, we don't, we, we tend not to dwell too much on that. You know, uh, you know, it is what it is, but obviously when you, when you get done with things and we're not done yet, you know, you can always look back and reflect and, and see what you've accomplished and see what you did. And the, the one thing from the, from the nine games that I'm most proud of is that when you look at the results from, from the season is we very easily could have been eight and one. You could even argue we could have been nine and oh, so there's kind of some could have, would have, should have in there. But, you know, we were competitive all nine games, and that bodes very well for us, you know, going into this first-round game against a, a very good opponent. Yes, yeah, Sycamore, there's a lot of people from that uh, that conference that they play in. That's basically, they play in the conference that is down I-80 to the west, going through places like Ottawa and LaSalle County. Uh, they're out in that area, the group of schools that they come from. Tell me a little bit about this team that you're going to be facing at home for a home playoff game this weekend in Evergreen Park. Tell me about Sycamore and how you stack up and what you're thinking. Well, they're they're a very physical team. Uh, you know, offensively, they, they do a lot of things that uh, it's just kind of a come right at you. There's not a lot of deception involved. Um, you know, they're going to try to run you over. And, you know, two years ago, that's exactly what they did. Uh, we believe we're physical enough now not to get run over and, and obviously to, you know, compete against them, especially in that phase of the game. You know, I think we have an advantage uh, as far as speed goes, uh, obviously, in their passing game and our passing game and, and uh, you know, pursuing inside out and, and that kind of situation. They're very well coached. They What they do, they do very well, and they've been doing it for, they've been doing it for a long time. So from that perspective, we know where it's going to be a battle, and, uh, you know, we know we're going to have to limit our mistakes because, you know, based on the film that we have on them, they don't make it, uh, a bunch of mistakes. So we're going to have to do our best to, 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 to get that done and, and to try to play some mistake-free football. Saturday. It's not a Friday game. It's a Saturday game at 5 p.m. here on the 30th of October this weekend. Evergreen Park hosting a home football playoff game. This is going to be great. This is going to be exciting. I mean, are you? how do you feel just thinking about what the crowd is going to be like? Yeah, you know, it is going to be exciting. We've had really great crowds uh, and supportive crowds all year long. And, you know, even like week nine playing at Oak Lawn, you know, we had just as many fans there as they did. And, uh, you know, from a student perspective, I, I'm pretty sure we had more students than, than they did at the game. Um, and, you know, somebody could argue with me with that. But, um you know, so we, we, we are very hopeful to have a, have a big crowd. You know, we hosted uh, a couple playoff games in 2018. We were successful once, and then we lost uh, to Montini in the quarterfinals uh, a few years back. But, you know, it's been, been three years. So 
uh, we're ready. Uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. And, and, and like you said, it's going to be exciting. The playoffs are exciting for everybody involved, for the players, for the coaches, for the parents, for the community. And uh, we just hope to go out and perform on Saturday night. All right, Coach, go get a win so we can talk about the next round next week. I, I want this to keep going. Uh, it's been an awful lot of fun for me to sit down and talk with you every week. So keep this ride going. 6-3 uh, and three Evergreen Park versus 6-3 and three Sycamore here at home in the EP. 5 p.m. on Saturday the 30th right here this weekend as the first round kicks off between an 8 and a 9 seed in the Class 5A state playoffs for high school football. And Coach Jerry Verdi, good luck to you and the Mustangs. Thank you, Chris. going to be 57 and mostly cloudy the day the Mustangs take the field this Saturday here on the 30th. But let's take a look at the entire weekend. Friday, the day this episode comes out, 57 is a high, but it's going to rain probably all day. Hopefully it clears up in the evening for the big Evergreen Park Halloween Parade at 50 Acre Park. Saturday, like I said, the high is 57, the low is 44. Very slight chance of rain. Sunday, it's going to be clear. When is it clear on Halloween? I'm expecting some clouds. There's no way I'm believing this. 55 is a high and no rain on Halloween with 12 hours of trick-or-treating? These kids have it way too easy. Back in my day, you walked backwards in the snow. You didn't even get a bag. You just had to hold the Halloween candy in your hand. Ridiculous. Over the past few years, I have learned so much from small business owners in Evergreen Park about how confusing owning a small business can be. And when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, Give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year. Reach out to Butch right now, 708-535-3006. Or shoot him an email, butch at elitebenefits.net. And be sure to check out the Zemar podcast. Don't wait till the last minute. Put Butch Zemar to work for you. Now, as mentioned, on Friday, October 29th, 6 p.m. until 7 p.m., 50 Acre Park, 91st and Rockwell, there is a Halloween parade open to EP resident children up to the age of 11 with their parents. It includes the costumed parade, pumpkin patch, refreshments, entertainment, a hayride, a goodie bag, and some pumpkin decorating. And do not forget, the animals will be available to peruse over at the barn. On Saturday, October the 30th, Fanta SciFest 2021 taking place at the Evergreen Park Senior Center, 9547 South Homan Avenue, kicks off at 11 a.m. It's over by 4, so after that, you can head over to that home football game. The EP Podcast will be on scene along with different vendors, a big Dungeons & Dragons tournament, a film program, and so much more. Think of it as Comic-Con just for Evergreen Park. Come out and celebrate your inner nerd. And then don't forget on Sunday, Halloween hours, like I said, noon until 8 p.m., you have to have a parent with you from 6 p.m. to 8 The Evergreen Park Police Department is looking for your help in identifying a subject 
On October 24th, about 2 o'clock in the morning, this male subject was in a backyard around 101st and Central Park and tried to get in the rear door of a residence. Unable to get in, but caught on a ring camera, we know that the subject is a male white with a beard approximately 20 to 30 years of age. You want to see the picture? See if you can help. Check that out at evergreenpark-ill.com. After you look at the picture, you'll see the phone number where you can call in if you know who this person is and you'll be a hero. This weekend on Friday and Saturday, there is one garage sale in Evergreen Park at 9400 South Turner Avenue, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday. And the Village of Evergreen Park is upgrading Veterans Park and Kennedy Park. Veterans at 98th and California, Kennedy at 88th and California. You can now see what the parks are going to look like, and they look spectacular. Visit the Village website, evergreenpark-ill.com. Finally, as we enter November on Monday, first off, Village Trustees Norm Anderson, Mark Marzullo in the studio at the bar, and they're going to do a rematch of Evergreen Park trivia that got a little out of hand last time, but Norm brought over buzzers, actual buzzers, because he felt like he got cheated in the first matchup. So that's going to be part of the show coming out on Monday on demand. Don't miss it. But also, we'll be into the month of November. We'll be getting ready for the holidays. It's a great time to help out. Do not forget about the Evergreen Park Village Pantry. If you are able to contribute anything to the pantry, you can drop it off at the community center at 3450 West 97th Street here in Evergreen Park. It is located, the pantry, at 2704 West 98th Place if you need their help. And they do food pickup Fridays, 930 in the morning until noon. And this month, they will be doing it every Friday with the exception of the Friday following Thanksgiving. Once again, if you could help, I'm sure there are people out there that will be grateful. I'm very grateful you listened to the EP podcast. We will talk on Monday. Remember, if you miss an episode, go back and listen on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Have a great weekend. Go Mustangs. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805 it's the ep podcast all things evergreen park it's the ep podcast evergreen park <laughs>